Are you struggling to believe that there is a purpose for your life? That after all you've been through, seen or done, that there's a chance you'll ever find peace and wholeness again? Welcome to Love and Be Loved. This podcast explores what matters to us the most. Overcoming adversity, success stories on relationships with God, ourselves, and others. Now here is your host, Lena Sibula. Welcome to another episode of Love and Beloved. I'm so glad to have you listening today. My aim is to encourage, inspire, and give you hope. Be sure to check show notes, subscribe, rate, and share with others. Today we're going to talk about our dreams, our hopes, and how we behave when we achieve them or when they end in. Has this ever happened to you? You had a dream. You set goals, you planned and persevered and hoped. Every day, month, and years, you grew closer and closer to achieving. And then you finally got it. And it wasn't your dream anymore. And it wasn't your dream any longer. I know, I've been there. With sweat, stress, tears, and some victories, I was gaining experience and earning diplomas to one day to be qualified to open my own business and be my own boss. My dream for 12 long years was to open my hair salon. I love being a hairstylist. I love making people beautiful and see them gain confidence. I love hearing personal stories and encouraging and supporting women. I was so proud when my dream came true. Lena's hair salon was open for business. I was ecstatic to see how far I had come since my cosmetology course. I put my education to the test and I was good at it. I loved my clients and I loved my job. But strangely, I began having feelings like I was a salmon swimming against the current. The longer I worked, the more stressed I became. It took life coaching to figure out one simple truth. This particular business interfered with my family life. I thought I could do it all. I had told myself my children were old enough to be independent. I used all the tricks and tips to help me with my household chores and responsibilities. But I was failing both my kids and my clients. At first, I didn't want to quit or give up, feeling like I had wasted all that time and training. But this experience had to happen, so I never experienced the regret of not trying. I wouldn't have to blame circumstances and think because of the kids I wasn't be able to become a salon owner. I did it. I loved it. And it was successful. It just wasn't what I wanted anymore. My priorities changed. And don't get me wrong. There's mothers who do whatever it takes. God bless them. They can work outside the home or run their business and still manage the family. There are moms who are devoted fully to their children and household. You have to find what works for you. It's fantastic when you follow your own calling and you have peace no matter what you choose. I closed my business. I sold my salon supplies and with heavy heart sent all my clients to another stylist. I had a moment of grief. I shed some tears as the door on this dream closed heavily. But I also felt peace. God opened a new door to write and publish a book, which was in process for at least four years, sharing my story to encourage and help others. And now I dream of becoming a motivational speaker, sharing the message of God's love. 
This will work with the schedule that I will manage around my family. With this, I can make difference in people's lives too. I'm so grateful that the dream died, because without it, there would be no space for birth of a new dream. So what do you think, guys? Did you ever been in a situation when your dream died, but God opened another door? And after, you realize that this is so much better than you hoped and dream and plan by yourself. I have to add to that, I'm not just close alone. I didn't just quit. My children were bullied in the school. I had to be present. It's very hard to take care of the client who needs my presence and get the phone calls from the teacher that my little boy is sitting in the office, he's hurt. So I got anxiety and depression. So was my kids. And I were primary caregiver for those children. So I chose them over the business. But there was another part of that. The business didn't bring me joy anymore. It was struggle and suffering, although it's brought money. That wasn't an easy decision. But honestly, when I decided to close that business, I felt like a heavy weight was removed from my shoulders and I was concentrating on taking care of my children and my household. It took me a long time to get my family back together emotionally because physically I was there. I was providing, I was taking care of them, but emotionally I wasn't available for them. One day, my oldest one, who actually was preteen, asked me to play the game with her and I answered, All I want to be is a vegetable right now. I was so exhausted. I was so empty. I was wiped. I was physically and mentally done. So when I told her that, I heard me saying that to her and I understood, this is ridiculous. This is my worst fear. If God want to take me, I want him to take me right away. I don't want to be burdened to my family. I don't want to have a body without a mind. And it's just my opinion and my desire for myself. But then consciously saying that to my child that I want to be vegetable, it was very strange. And it hit me so hard that I realized that I cannot do it by myself. I had a choice. I could grow. I could hire more people and make it bigger and make it more successful and delegate. I could do all those things. But I felt it in my heart. This is not my path anymore. And I couldn't understand why until I was done. Because I closed my salon in April. And in August the same year, I published my book. And I didn't realize how much I like to speak. Well, I kind of knew that before. Probably you guessed that as well. But I feel so comfortable on stage. I like to be center of attention. I like to speak and share my story and talk about God and his salvation and how amazingly faithful he was to me through all the times when I didn't know and didn't love him. And I felt so much peace and so much fulfillment out of this work. It was very interesting how I had my plan and and God had his. And now, a few years later, even through pandemic, I'm so grateful that this happened to me. Because guess what? 
COVID-19 struck. So no way I would be able to have a hair salon and be open and still work 100%. So everything changed and literally I could stop all my networking events. I stop everything and just concentrating on transitioning my children online and dealing with my with my work. It was stressful in the beginning because I'm not the teacher, but I'm so grateful that um, the kids changed the schools and in this school they already had online platforms, so they seemingly transport children online, but still so much homework and so much attention they needed. And I was so grateful that I was able to provide that attention and help to them. And then my book, right before COVID strike, I had six speaking engagements and my book was selling very well. And uh, I had amazing feedback about it. And I really enjoyed, I enjoyed the interviews. I enjoyed to be invited to speak at networking events. I enjoyed to be part of women conference. And I really loved this new lifestyle. But then after COVID, everything went online. So I became part of the Zoom calls and interviews and radio shows which is really cool how everything changed. But we are, as a human being, so resilient. We just figure out how we can exist and can uh, still survive in this very hard situation. And God helped me a lot. And I understand so many different changes happen. Some people lost their lives. Some people lost their work and uh, means to provide very different and difficult time for all of us being at home, being isolated, fear of the the virus as well. I have to be honest, when the COVID hit, I didn't want to write or talk about it. I had to process this internally, asking hard questions and fear inevitable outcome. I hid in my mind while hell broke loose outside. The source of coronavirus, a family of viruses that caused cold-like symptoms affecting respiratory system, started in Wuhan, China, around January 24, 2020. This illness isn't very severe and kills only a small percentage of people. It's highly transmissible. That is why it can still be very devastating. As a mother of three kids and having lung sensitivities for most of my life, this news hit me like a truck. I was reading news, watching chaos unraveling with a heavy heart and hoping and praying that it will be contained fast. I kept thinking that we have technology and resources to stop this pandemic at the core. I thought it wouldn't get here. I thought we here invincible, and I was wrong. My heart sunk to hear how far and fast this virus was spreading. School clothes, stores, and jobs hit with uncertainties. People held in jeopardy and future on hold. We're not immune to it. Although some think they are healthy enough, they will recover, but they can carry to someone who will not. The responsibility of social distance falls on us all. There in fear, I cry out to God. This is moments where my heart and mind feels different. I have hope no matter what is going on. 
Although I'm a human and first response is being afraid and anxious while supplies going left and right and people panicking and trying to stock up for 6-8 months before vaccine is found, making it sound like quarantine is apocalypse. And there I see hope in the midst of the storm. I see how awesome people are. There always be rebellion and disobedient cynics, but it's between them and God. I'm talking about awesome neighbors, friends, our country leaders, doctors, nurses, firefighters, and store owners, workers and delivery guys, and everyone who is still at work doing their part so our society won't fall apart completely, sacrificing for a greater good of humanity. God created us all different and unique, but we have same compassion, same love, and same loss. We came together in time of need. This is an amazing time to utilize our technology, to keep in touch and continue socializing. Another awesome aspect of it, we are at home together. I didn't realize how busy I was after canceling all of my events. Although it took me a while to get used to the noise and routine until I figured out how to run this household again. And it's okay. There is no right or wrong. I will have grace for myself and others. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible that I run to every time I get stress, panic, or fear crippling into my heart. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And this verse, it's in Philippians 4, 4, 8. And because I believe only God can give us peace which transcends all understanding. But there is my part in it as well in this verse. While I'm praying, I'm trusting in His faithfulness. And I'm filling my heart with gratitude and my mind with positivity. I'm constantly thinking of how can I make it better, my home, our life, and how to help people around us. That's how I felt when COVID-19 strike. And today we adopted and adjusted and some of the stores are open, but we're still in lockdown. We still can experience that fear and panic. If you feel in this way today, please reach out. Know that you are not alone. Know that many people experience pandemic in the same way, with the stress and fear. The comfort is in our God and the people around you. So please reach out. Thank you so much for listening, love and beloved, and stay tuned for the next episode. And remember, you are never alone. You are loved. You are God's treasure, precious and priceless to Him. Thank you for listening to Love and Be Loved. If you have any questions about what you heard today, visit lovedandbeloved.com. It's love and the letter B with no E, loved.com. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the show. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to connect, we would love to hear from you. So send a quick note to lenasabula at gmail.com. 
Stay healthy, stay safe, love and be loved.